Hey everyone, I am Germany and this is the Germination Podcast. Germination is the process of something coming into existence and developing. It's also the growth of a seed into a young plant or a seedling. I believe in the growth and development of self. All living organisms have the opportunity to grow and to evolve. I love to imagine what this world would be like if more people mastered themselves. The goal for this podcast is to share my growth journey while influencing others to do the same. My intentions are to inspire your creativity and to explore different avenues of personal development. I'll be digging deep on topics about mental health, personal development concepts, parenting, culture, business, and honestly, whatever else is on my mind to do. I'll even bring on guests so that they can join in on the discussions that we have here to offer their experiences of growth. I'm super duper 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 excited (laughs) about this new journey, and I'm just as excited about helping you along your journey too. Hey, Germinators, I have a great show for you all today. I am having a conversation with my coach, Dr. Nicolia Williams. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. She is an 11-time best-selling author and certified coach in NLP, EFT, human design, hypnosis, time techniques, and life and success coaching. And she's also a girl mom like myself. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Nicolia, she certified me as a coach. And throughout that process, it was just so thorough. Um, It was so professional. And honestly, it was very life-changing and transforming. And hence her, what she does. She's a transformational coach. So I'm so happy to have her here today. And I'm really even more excited because she's an expander for me. And I've told her this many of times, you know, like how much she's an expander for me. And she's just that expander. So if those of you who don't know what an expander is, it's just simply someone who has achieved something in their life that you desire to have. And so what inspires me about Dr. Nicolia is her consistency, her love for learning, her commitment to educating and transforming lives. She puts her blood, sweat, and tears into all that she does for her clients and with her coaching program and her certification program. Um, And she does this to transform lives and basically to be able to still fulfill her duties as a mom. It's just really it's honestly, it's just so inspiring. So I'm so happy to be bringing her here with you all to get today. Hey, coach. Oh my gosh. I like, I'm in between chills and tears because everything you said was like so sweet. Like you just never know how people um, receive your energy. And every time you're always just so complimentary. And I'm, I cannot stress enough that the privilege is truly all mine to be here. So thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You are so, so welcome. So I just want you to share a little bit about yourself. 
Yeah, that's such a vague question. So a little bit about me is <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm going to say that there's a lot of overlaps between me and Germany. It's so funny when I met <laughs> Germany, I was like, man, when you think of like soulmate clients, that's her. And it's funny because I have a, a co-coach and she was the first one that noticed it. Like, man, you and Germany got a lot in common. But I would say um, one, I can talk a lot and I know Germany, love her to pieces. <laughs> she can as well. Um, I am a certified nerd. Okay. I, you, you, <laughs> heard her say, <laughs> you heard her say all those certifications. I love learning like oh my gosh it lights me up like none other um, and that's what kind of started my journey is just my personal development journey wanting to learn more digging deep and finding more about myself on that path I'm a girl mom so I have two daughters one is just starting tennis which I'm really excited to see her growth the other one is a track star which I love being able to witness my my life revolves around them and they're they're the 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 why that keeps me keeps me moving um, I'm an 11 times international best-selling author I love to write I love to read. Um, and I'm an office fanatic. So I watch the show The Office probably way too much and never get tired <laughs> of it. Um, so and then I would say, you know, when I think about one of the big mistakes that I think a lot of times when we when we go to describe ourselves, we describe who we are in relation to other people. And sometimes we overlook who we are to ourselves. Mm. And so one of the things that I like to ask people when I think about like describe, like tell me who you are, and they always start with like the career that they do or the accomplishments they have, which is phenomenal. I think that's amazing. But as a recovering achievement addict, mm -hmm. I realize that I have to define myself beyond who I am to everyone else. And so I always think about what is my essence? Like, what is the essence that I have? And I would like to say like serenity and peace. That's, you know, I think about my human design and peace is my signature. That's what I always am seeking. And so that's my essence. That's the energy that I want to be able to, to, for other people to receive when around me. And that's what I want to create um, in my life. And I work to create that all the time. So that's a little bit about me. I actually love that you just said that because I thought about that too um and i came across that question like when you come to define yourself as a person the first thing we do is okay i got this i got this master yes. i got this doctorate in this you know but when you think about it when you don't have all of those things like who are you really, you know, at your core essence? And so I love that you said serenity and peace. And now I'm going to actually sit back and kind of reflect on that and think about like, what is my true essence? Even though yes. I kind of got a little feel for where my true essence is right now. But I think I want to sit back and like really dig into that. Like, what is my true essence? Who am I showing up for the people in my family and my friends and at work? Like, what's that true essence when all of that hard work is gone and I'm just being pure Germany, you know? So yes. I love that. I love that. Oh, okay. thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, and by the way, you said something about the office. Honey, I tried to go watch The Office and I couldn't do it, Dr. Nicole. Yeah, I what? Do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't oh, do it. I, no. Listen, I, I did maybe a couple episodes, but I was, I was laughing. But it's just too slow. Yeah, I will say, I will say it does start off kind of slow and then it actually ends really slow. So I like the like middle segment. Um, but I think for me, what it is when I think about the office is it's mindless. A lot of the work that I, I do is heavy. You know, I do a lot of like mm. mindset and somatic work and like things like that. And so um, sometimes I just need something like really, and I'm not into like Real Housewives of Atlanta and all the other stuff, but I just need something like mindless. And it's so stupid that I don't even have to like think <laughs> about it, you know? So that's what I think I like about it, that it is kind of like stupid, but I, I agree. I will give you that. It does start off very slow. It's a yeah, minute I thought, to get okay, into I'm it. I'm going to have to try one more time, like watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's so slow, it's so stupid, but I know yes. exactly what you mean about the heaviness 
of your work and why you do need something that's just mindless and kind of doesn't require you to do too much. Yep. So yep. I, I can relate so much on that. Okay, so just jumping into the questions that I have for you today. So I just became a certified master NLP coach and I in all of the things, <laughs> you know, I have all of those same lists. And so it's been such an amazing nine months. And so I kind of just wanted to talk, um, ask you a couple of questions so we can like for my listeners, so they can understand a little bit more about what NLP is and, you know, how we can incorporate that into their life. Um, So what is NLP and for what purpose does this specialized area of coaching have in someone's life? Oh, I love this question so much. Um, so when I think about NLP, NLP is all about the programs, the patterns um, of our mind, the way that our mind actually works. And when we think about the way that we're raised, the way that we are socialized, um, even what we're taught in school, we're taught how to operate from a conscious level, not from a subconscious level. And from a subconscious level, that is where our, our real shifts and transformations actually take place. And so NLP is so powerful because it really helps you to take your power, your power back. Like you learn how you really are in control of your results, how you really are in control of your external experiences, because it really does start up in your mind. You also learn to play at cause where you begin to adopt and really embody the belief that everything in life is happening for you, not to you. And so uncovering this mindset modality is a game changer, like absolute game changer. And so when I think of what you just said, that's so, so amazing. Like when you said playing at cause in your life, um, that really like the first thing I thought about is how, you know, we tend to play the victim um, mm. in our life and think that everything is happening to us. And there are so many situations that I see where it's like, oh, you're doing this to me or, you know, life is happening to me and woe is me and I can't figure this out. You know, so that is very powerful to say, you know, to play at cause and to know that, you know, you have some type of part to play, you know, in the unfolding of your life. And so when I do think about that, you know, I do go extreme with this thought and go over generalized and I'm thinking like you know but what is someone also playing at cause when it comes to like are they also responsible for you know those those really traumatic things that happen in their life because I feel like those will be the next questions like are you saying mm -hmm. that I'm at cause for someone hurting me mm -hmm. you know or you know abusing me are you saying that I'm at cause for that you know so I like what do you think about that that's always such a hard one for me. I'll be really honest. When I think about that, I really feel like we have um, the best way. And I'm I'm very I'm religious, but not to the point of like where I'm a person that's going to jam my religion down your throat. So this is my unique perspective. But I feel like in the same way when we think about about like, okay, so you know, in the Christian faith, we think that Jesus came here to bear the weight of our sins. I think that we all have unique soul contracts that we come here with. And so part of those experiences have to happen through different events and experiences that happen to our life. But then from those experiences, you essentially start to play a cause. What can I learn from this experience? How can I grow from this experience? And I'll give you a really tangible example. Like I went through a divorce a couple years ago and that was devastating for me. Like I had never been in a serious relationship of mine. That was the only relationship I've ever had, you know? 
And I was in it for 12 years, um, had two children, had my stepdaughter, like really in it. And so when my divorce happened, my whole life shattered. Like my identity was really wrapped into being a mom and being a wife and all of these things. And so I was really angry. Like, what did I, how was I at cause for my divorce? Like I, I did the best I could in this situation. But because of my divorce, I ended up joining a single mom's group. And in that single mom's group, I started to coach people on like how to balance a lot. Like, cause at the time I was working a full-time job, working a part-time job and in my doctorate program, full time and raising my girls. And so I started to co I started to like almost coach and like um, teach. I became a, an instructional table lead and I was like leading all these facilitation groups. And then from there, the women were like, can you like jot this down for me? And I'm like, oh yeah, I could, I'll put it in an ebook. And then as I wrote the ebook, I'm like, man, if they could be blessed by this. I'm gonna turn it into a book. And so then that book became my best selling book, which then turned into me coaching people on book writing, which then turned into people, me coaching people on healing in order to write their book, which then turned into me opening my own coaching practice. So had that divorce never happened and had mm. I played victim for that entire time, instead of realizing, okay, this is part of my story and how can I leverage this part of my story to do what it is I'm called to do, then you're right. I, it would have been, oh, woe, it's me. But instead I decided to play at cause. It took me some time. It wasn't easy. It wasn't overnight. <laughs> but I decided to play that cause and I was able to expand and grow from that place. And that's so amazing. I love that example so much because it's an empowerment. Like it's yes. like you took your power back and you didn't allow that to like, you know, like, like you said, it didn't, you didn't allow that to get you down. And so you were able to help others in that type of situation. So that's so amazing. And that really just leads over into my next question in how do, um, how does mindset work transform your life? And I know mindset had a lot to do with an actual course for people or are you making an actual book and then you becoming a coach um, mm -hmm. and then you starting the other things and then now you are uh, 11 times international uh, best time author and now you have a certified coaching program that you take us through and it's like we're getting certified through eight modalities you have come a long way you know so how does mindset work how does that you know work in your life Woo, I love that. Um, I would think of the quote, and I can't remember who it's by, but it's not by me, um, but it's whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And um, I always go back to that quote because mindset is so powerful. I was one of those people that bought into the hustle, the hard work, the systems, the strategy, the support, and I put all my energy and effort into this. And I remember working with a coach and she was like, you have everything right? You already have everything. It's your, you're, you're in your own way. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? Like I've invested <laughs> with you and I've invested with this. Like I didn't get it. And she's like, you need to really work on your mindset, your beliefs about what you're worthy of, your beliefs about what you're capable of. And I'm like, if you think I'm investing, it's so funny to think that I said this, but I'm like, if you think I'm investing money into mindset, you're crazy. And I am, the, I will be the first to tell you that mindset was the game changer for me because she was right. I had the hard work. I had the hustle, which I don't buy into anymore. I had the strategies. I had the system. I had the support. What I didn't have is the belief that I could handle it, the belief that it can mm. happen. And if you don't believe it, why would anybody else believe in you, mm. right? If I don't believe that I'm worthy of creating a really successful business, how could I teach other people to create a really successful business, right? If I don't believe in myself, why would someone want to invest in me? You know, like mm. there's so many, there's so many ways that mindset plays a role. And it's even bigger than like, I think affirmations are a good foundational piece, but it's even bigger than that. It's about reprogramming your mind for success. I'll give mm. you another um, example. Like research says we have somewhere between like 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day with 80% of 
them being, you know, negative, and then another 95% of them being repetitive. So we're on this like hamster wheel of negative thinking over and over and over again. And so then our life reflects that negative thinking. Right. So yeah. we and we wonder why, oh, man, you know, I, I'm not successful, but you just thought you weren't successful five minutes ago. That's why you're not successful. Right. We have to really work on that reprogramming of our mind in order to to create the success that we ultimately want. And that only happens when you prioritize the mindset. And you know what? That's that's so powerful. That's so powerful. And I don't even think I even noticed how much mindset play a huge role you know in our success um until one day I was at my lowest and I was you know like you know not trying to figure out what am I doing wrong and you know what am I what am I here for what is my purpose um and I didn't believe in myself and there were so many reasons why I didn't believe in myself because I felt like you know my identity was wrapped around you know and I you know how we talked about a little earlier how we have so many things in common I was you know I'm divorced as well um and so I was wrapped around that you know that marriage and being a mom and stuff so having to start all over is like what am I here to do what is my purpose you know I'm not here to just work in this corporate job and be a mom mm. and or just to be a wife and just you know go on I knew I had something in me but it was just that I wasn't aligned with it yet and then I didn't know what to do so then I ended up coming across this book called Think Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill yes um, and it changed my life and I in and, and that one part so when you said reprogram your mind that's what made me think about this the part he talks about um with training your um unconscious mind he had like a a, a insert in the book where you were to write down um write down this certain passage word by word commit it to memory write your name um write your like sign your name on it make it real for yourself say it in the morning when you wake up and then say it at night before you go to sleep at night and do that consistently and I wrote that down in my journal and now you know I have one of those composition books you know the old school black and white composition yes, yes. Um, so I, <laughs> I wrote it down in there and I went back and I looked at it and I was like it's amazing that when I go back and read that, how far I've come from just writing it then till today. And so I'm like, mindset definitely does play such a big role in, you know, in our success and getting the things that we want. Because even though I'm not fully out of my corporate job yet, I knew that, you know, I mm -hmm. had more to offer. Um, so I was just like, you know, I got to find my purpose. I have to do something. And so that led me to getting into like an MLM business. And in that, I ended up finding that, oh, personal development. I ended up like starting my personal development journey um, more intentionally because I've always been on this personal development journey. Um, but I didn't realize it until I was like, oh, OK, I've always been this self-aware person. I've always wanted to master self. I've always wanted to do the best that I can and be like, you know, in tune with myself. But I didn't realize I was doing that. So knowing like in 2017, when I had all of those things happening in my life, um, I intentionally started to try to fulfill my dream because I'm not a kid anymore. You know, of course, they tell you, you know, follow your dreams and do you can do whatever you want to do in life. You can achieve excellence and all of this. But it looks so different when you are in the real world. Yes, so I became, you know, way more intentional um, about that. And that just that reading that book, Think Grow Rich was the start of it all. And so it just kind of just led me to where I am today. Um, and so then that just brings me right to my next question. How can being self-aware affects someone's life. 
Ooh, you got some good ones today, girl. <laughs> um, being self-aware helps you to be in touch with like what's happening in your body, in your life around you, what patterns are happening. Um, let's say, for example, that um, you notice that every single female friendship you have, that person seems to be negative. Maybe you're self, you need to be self-aware in your life. Am I being the one that's being a little bit pessimistic or whatever it may be? But being self-aware really helps you to learn about yourself. And I honestly feel like we spend so much time learning about our favorite TV show, our favorite celebrity, our favorite, you know, um, whatever, our favorite kid or whatever, all these things. We learn about all these different people. But like, what, when are we getting in touch with ourselves and really learning about who we are, who we're designed to be? What are, you know, those patterns that we're noticing? And it's it's a scary journey. It's um, an intense journey, but it is so transformative. I can't even put into words. Um, and it's really beautiful. It really is. You are so right about that and how it is so beautiful and how it is, you know, so... Um, intimidating yes. <laughs> because basically like it is like I remember like just doing that deep work and like no like so I have I do poetry and so there are some poems that I have in my book that talks about digging deep and digging to find that treasure you know in my life and actually being brave you know to go down there and be like okay I'm going to uncover some things that I might not yes. be ready for but I'm willing because right now me digging deep and uncovering these things is going to lead to the light going to lead to my transformation um so man what you said was so 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 powerful and I think a lot of people are a little nervous to uncover those parts because maybe they don't know how to handle it you know yep like yep. what are they supposed to do when they uncover those things yep it's hard because you're exactly right it's like so once I figure out that you know I am pessimistic what do I even do with that and that's where you start doing that self-reflection that's where you start doing that that personal development and that personal growth journey um and it, it'll be worth it because you'll notice as you begin to change you know I, me and you were talking about this recently because I had um a client that I had worked with um that was struggling when she was changing everyone else around her wasn't and it felt really you know scary mm -hmm. um but as you begin to change you start to create a ripple effect you don't always see it right away but even as you begin to do that internal work you start to change the lives of the people that you're around as well so it's a beautiful like it's a beautiful ripple effect I don't have another way to describe it Oh my goodness. And you are so right about that ripple effect because exactly like exactly it happened to me. Like after I got done with um your program and everything, that exact same day, the day that I was we graduated, I ended up getting a call from someone very important to me, just basically apologizing for all of the things that 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 they have, you know, have done in my lifetime and things that we had never talked about things that I didn't even know that they actually thought that they did to me that I actually was holding on to. So it was kind of like, whoa, like all of this transformational work. And I had just did the breakthrough day the day before. And so it's just like all of this work that I'm doing and you're talking about this ripple effect, it literally you know, it literally had a ripple effect in other people's lives. And it caused that, you know, that apology to come in my life that I did. I didn't really know yes. I needed at the time, but it came and I was just like, oh, my goodness, how is 
this it's just like that quantum physics that we that we think about yeah. you know like how you know that one thing just um or quantum physics or um the butterfly effect like how that one action just leads to something else and so all of this work that we're doing in personal development even though sometimes we don't realize like on the outside that it's affecting other people they're watching us and they're getting on they're catching on to that energy and it kind of gives them the mojo you know or the energy to want to you know be as self-aware or to transform as well um so that's amazing that's so true yes oh my goodness i love that you're exactly (laughs) right it's a quantum it's a quantum effect it's a quantum effect yes so now i want to talk a little bit about balance oh my goodness because balance is one of those things that i'm at in my life right now that is I'm trying to get that that good balance. So with you have so you have a lot of going on like all the time and like I watch your stories <laughs> and I see all of the things that you do and I, you're consistent like with every single thing and I know you have a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in the background where you have things automated um but with so much going on in your life and like you wearing all of those hats um such as myself you know in the corp I'm in the corporate world you know and uh, you are in the corporate world as well um you were doing your doctorate program you Mm -hmm. also have your family and then you like kind of got into entrepreneurship so what was it like finding balance and have you incorporated like any routines in your life well, routines are like definitely my go-to. Our The way our brains work is our brains are looking for things that are familiar. And when we create familiarity, your, your brain naturally does it. So for example, one of the things that I do every morning is I list the things I'm grateful for. And I can tell when I wake up, if I accidentally forget it, I can I can feel that my day feels off because it, I've now normalized it. I've created that as, a, as a, a state of normalcy. So routines are definitely something I've incorporated. Um, to be able to create success. I'll be really honest. The the hardest part about my balance was actually getting my children on board. Um, I am a, a single mom and I, I don't, I'm not like, I feel like when people say like single parents, they still kind of like send their, their kids off. My kids spend 99% of the time with me. Like, so there is not, I don't really have, I don't have a lot of family local. Um, my mom did move local um, recently, but before that it was just me and the girls. And so that was, that was really hard. And so getting my children on board had to be the hardest part. Um, and so what it originally started off as when I was starting my business is I did a lot of the work for my business very early in the morning, like four or five in the morning before mm. they were awake, because it, I felt a lot of guilt around like taking time away from them. And then I got to the point of like, no, this is me setting an example of like boundaries, setting an example of like what it's like to really show up for your vision and work hard for your vision. And so then I started to move more of my stuff during the day. And I'd say, hey, you know, I have a call like right now. Hey, I'm recording there in their room. Hey, I'm recording a podcast episode. You guys need to make sure you're on your best behavior and you're quiet. But I let them know and I involve them in things. A lot of times I'll put them on my stories with me. They'll talk with me, especially my youngest. She loves it. Um, (laughs) So I did a lot of like including them into a lot of what I'm doing. And that um, I feel like that was really helpful. Whereas at first I was kind of resistant to it. But um, balance is so important to me. I think a lot of times people talk about priority and don't get me wrong. We do have priorities, but where people mess up is when they say, okay, I have a priority. And then they put their sole focus on that. Like, okay, my priority is, let's say, for example, you have a project you need done at your job. That's your priority. But God forbid your son's school calls you and says, hey, he 
he busts his lip at recess, you need to come get him. That's your that's your bigger priority. You have to go mm-hmm. get your, your kid, right? And so that's why I say balance comes into place because priority is almost like everything else doesn't matter and this is my only priority. Whereas balance is like, I recognize that this is the thing I need to focus on now, but I also have other things in the background that I need to balance. So I redefined what priority and balance looked like for me. I involved my children into my business as much as possible. My daughter actually helped me um, create a human design reading the other day. My oldest did, which was really cool to like, I like paid her for it too. Um, and then my, um, I created routines that serve my success. So I'm a big believer that like our habit, our, our life is a direct reflection of our habits. So the habits you have are going to reflect in your life. So if you spend seven hours a day scrolling social media, that's what your life is going to reflect, right? Versus if you're like, no, I'm going to dedicate three hours to my business and then I'm going to watch Netflix for two, whatever, like your life is going to reflect that. So I have habits. And then the last thing that took me a really, really long time to get around to that I wish it didn't is help. Um, I had the, <laughs> the hardest, hardest time asking for support, asking for help. And now I still have a little bit of resistance to it, but I'm more inclined to do it. So like even yesterday, I had a really long day. I had three client calls. I had a call with my coach. I had a call for a group program that I'm in. And I had, oh, my daughter's tennis practice. And so I asked one of the moms on the teams, like, can we rotate? Like, I'll pick your daughter up and I'll drop both of them off together if you can pick them both up and bring her home. And I felt this like hesitation to do it. She's like, oh my gosh, can we do this all the time? And I'm like, yes, we can do this all the time. (laughs) Like, yes, we can do this, you know? But I was so scared to ask that. And now it's like, I realized that like, we get in our own way when we try to play super women. We're not, we don't have to be super women. It's okay to get support. And then even for me, um, I have a co-trainer and then I have a part-time VA. Um, and I love my VA. She's absolutely amazing. And her strong suit is like design, website, that kind of thing. And she does all of that piece for me. But I'm now onboarding. I will be. I'm speaking into existence. I had three interviews last week and I have two tonight. Um, I'll be onboarding a new VA that's going to help with some of, more, some of the more day-to-day things. And for a long time, I felt guilty. Like, am I being greedy? Am I asking for too much help? But like, one is blessing somebody else because I'm hiring them, you know, but it's also supporting me at being able to show up in my energy and to show up in my zone of genius. And so those have been like the game changers for me to create balance. I love that. Oh my goodness. You said so much. And that's so amazing. Um, I want to touch on a couple of things. So one, asking for help that's me um and when I learned that because I'm super independent so I can relate same so much on that like when I I, I do not want to ask anybody for help I think that I'm super powerful when you know I'm doing things on my own um and I think that just come from that little part that little girl in me that just never wanted to be a burden in anybody's life yes um, and I'm just you know I just wanted to do it all on my own but when I moved to Texas with just me and my um my two children and the only people I had there was my my, my auntie and my two cousins um, and they had their own lives. They couldn't really help me that much. But when I had to rely on strangers to get me back and forth um, and I'm telling you like I, my car ended up breaking down in Texas and my job was almost about an hour away just because of traffic. It didn't have to be an hour away but traffic made it one hour and she would take me back and forth from work to home every single day for about two months and I felt so bad. I felt so guilty and I didn't even have all of the money to pay her to help her with gas all the time. So I would try to like do other little things but asking for help when I realized that 
it's not about independence it's about interdependence um, and how we can work together to do things because you know that one quote that says you know you can go you can go far fast but you can go well you can go go further go further fast and but you can go far when you're together um so or am i saying that right i think it's far you can go far you can go far alone you can go further together it's something like that you can go far far alone but you can, yeah, it's something like that. I don't know. No, you can go fast alone. There it is. You can go fast alone. But, but you, you can, can go, go further. Farther yes. Together. Yes, um, that's it. And so, like, thinking about <laughs> that, is, <laughs> thinking about that, I realized, like, it does take a village. You know, it takes, you have to have a team. There's no way, no, you know, Kevin Hart doesn't have, he's not doing this on his own. He has a team. You know, nope. Beyonce, she yep. has a team. You know, yep. she has, she has people writing her songs for her and she's showing up to just sing it, you know, and she's amazing at her vocals. Her new album just dropped, by the way. Oh, I love, <laughs> oh, I love Beyonce. She's my person. Um, So um, just going just a little bit back when you talked about focus. So what is the importance of like focus in our lives? Because you talked about, um, you talked about like scrolling so social media for seven hours um and how your life will reflect that um versus if you are to put three hours into your business so how what is the importance of focus you what you what you focus on is what you find so if you focus seven hours on social media you're going to notice yourself likely feeling because everyone's posting their highlight reels like i'll give you a perfect example i just went on vacation um with my daughters to north carolina for my daughter's um my youngest daughter's junior olympics and when we were driving down there the drive was a nightmare i was in the car with my stepdaughter (laughs) both my kids they were i mean arguing and yelling and everyone's going crazy and i'm driving i'm exhausted right but i didn't post that I posted the picture of my daughter and the score that she made. I did at one point on my story post that they were driving me crazy. But like, you don't see, you see everyone's highlight reels. You see the amazing, you didn't see that it took me six hours. You didn't see that I couldn't find food at one point in the, in the stadium for a really long time. And that it took forever. Like, and I was hungry and hangry and all that. We don't see that part. You just see the beautiful pictures and it looks like, oh, they went swimming and oh, they ran track. And it looks like a lot of fun. So when you focus, when you are on social media for seven hours, you focus on social media, you find yourself noticing to be insecure, comparing mm. your life or all of these things. You, What you focus on is what you find. So if you focus on creating success, you will find success, right? If you focus on um, building your business, you will be able to build your business. So focus, and, and when I think about um, one of the techniques that we learn is called time techniques. And it's all about um, when we think of like our life on, um, on a line and we have these almost like, per- it's like a pearl sequence and all these experiences, they stamp at different points in our life. But when we think of our future, the way I've been learning a lot about goals, which has changed my perspective totally, is when we think of our future, we either are toward motivated or we're away motivated. And again, it's based on what you're focused on. So if you set an intention like, I want to get out of my soul-sucking nine to five, your focus is actually on getting away from your nine to five and you're actually magnetically drawn more to it than you want to be. If your focus is, I want to create an impactful business that creates a massive ripple effect all around the world, your focus is on impact and you're going to be drawn towards impact. So what you focus on is what you end up magnetically being attracted to. And this is why, again, it goes back to your mindset and the way that we're even, even the way that we're talking to ourselves about what we want to bring into fruition about what we want to focus on. That's why this stuff is so powerful because literally changing your language, literally changing your focus can change your results 
And you know what? That makes a sense. And you know, so my audience, they know a little bit about the away, the toward uh, motivated and away motivated because I talk about it so much. Um, so yes. I'm glad that you brought that up because they get to hear it again. And you know, and it kind of just stamps it in their mind like, oh, okay, you know, I'm hearing that again. Um, so I love that you brought that up and that makes so much sense. Um, so, um, and I actually used that with a coworker the other day because she was just talking a little bit about, you know, how she's trying to get out of this job that we're in. Um, and I just briefly brought brought it up like you know don't go in it with the intention of getting away from this job you know yes you're, you're motivated away from this job and you're not gonna you're gonna just get another job that's gonna not you're not gonna like um and you don't want to do that you know you want to have a job what do you want in a job and you want to focus on that you want to be motivated to what you actually want not getting away from that so that's so powerful and i i literally use that all the time with people um so with seeing all of the things that you just said about you know like achieving our goals and everything how do we stop procrastinating <laughs> um, really, that's a wonderful question, too. I think I think when you are lit up by your why, your why makes room for the how. So a lot of times we procrastinate because we don't, I, not that we don't have a strong enough why, but we're not attached to our why. So um, our why, I always tell my clients, like, keep your why in the forefront of your mind because your why gives you that momentum. What I see happening a lot is, like, if we, if we take New Year's, for example, everyone sets a New Year's resolution, and I think it's January 17th, somewhere around that, like, between January 17th and January 20th is titled National Quitters Day. And that's where most people have already quit on their New Year's resolution. They stopped the, the focus of going to the gym. They stopped eating healthy. They stopped, stopped smoking and they started it again, whatever. So they, you know, they stopped. And it's not because they don't really want it. It's not because they're bad people, but it's because they, they're they not keeping that why in the forefront of their mind and they're falling back into their old routines and habits. The truth is, if you want something different, you have to do something different. And when I think about, and it's hard, so hard on a podcast because like I have this graphic in mind and it's called the logical levels of change, but it's a pyramid and you can Google, just type in logical levels of change pyramid and you can Google it. But with the logical levels of change pyramid, there's all these different components to change. And what ends up happening is we want to commit, we want change to happen, but we haven't changed our environment. We haven't changed our behavior. We haven't changed all these different components that play a role in change. So that's one major piece. And that's where, where procrastination comes in because procrastination procrastination actually serves you. There's there's all there's secondary gain typically with procrastination. It's fun to, to Netflix and eat ice cream all day, right? It's not fun to work on a work project. So <laughs> that's the secondary gain. That's part of it. The second thing is the why. Is the why strong enough? I procrastinated with my book for a really long time because at that time I wanted to prove a high school teacher wrong who told me I would never be able to write, right? I wanted to prove her wrong. So my why was in the wrong place, right? Because I was never, one, I was never going to run into that lady again. And two, it doesn't matter what she thought, right? I needed to do it for myself. But when my why became to leave a legacy for my daughters, every time it was so crazy, I would feel this like inkling to procrastinate or this inkling to blow it off. And then I would say like, is me sleeping in right when my alarm clock goes off going to help me leave a legacy? No. And then I get my butt out of bed, right? So my mm -hmm. why, keeping that why in the forefront of my mind and then making change on not just not just like a thought level, not just a hoping level, right? But on, on the entire level, it really changed the game for me. That's amazing. And so um, I know we're crunched for time right now. And I wanted to get this last question in because what germination is all about is about, you know, the growth mindset. So how do we know um, that we are growing in life? When you're uncomfortable. And mm. when that's the best thing I can say, right? Your calling will not be comfortable. And if you are a little too comfortable, you ain't living your calling, right? Mm. We ha There is no 
growth in our comfort zone. And the reason it's called a comfort zone is not because it's safe or secure. It's because it's familiar, right? And mm -hmm. we have to step out. If we want something different, I've said it before, we want something different, we have to do something different. And that's going to require you to step out your comfort zone. That may require you to get a little bit uncomfortable. That may feel a little bit scared. But what I can share with you is that it will be so worth it. And that's how you know that you have a growth mindset when you're willing to do what's uncomfortable for the bigger cause, for the bigger purpose. That's amazing. And so that's one of those things that I think about too. Like, you know, how are you attacking your challenges? You know, are you, are you in that fixed mindset where you're like, you know, I'm running away from those challenges or, you know, um, I don't, I don't want to get uncomfortable because I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see the, the point of doing so. And so when you are having a growth mindset, you're welcoming the challenges and you're saying, you know what, this is a challenge, but I can do this, you know, and have yes. the courage to go feel the fear and do it anyway, you know, and so I talk about fear a lot, but having the courage to just literally face those challenges and face those dark things in your life and those shadows, um, it literally, I now I see what you mean by that, like that's how you know you're growing because sometimes, and I, and I think people need to hear that, like, because at any, any by yourself, you're like, oh, I'm doing all this work but I don't really see any results of my work right now which is why I do tell people to journal because it's like you when you journal you get to see how you have developed with your mindset and I go back and look at my journal all the time and I see you know how I've developed and how my mindset has changed and I'm like whoa I thought like that um and so like that growing mindset it's just like you 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 know you might not notice it at first because it's kind of like in the it's like kind of faint at first that you're growing but then you realize that you're growing when you're talking to people and you're like oh wait a minute I handled that so differently I didn't blow up at them or you know I went in and I was able to handle my emotions pretty well or you know I I, I faced that challenge like a champ you know yes. like those little those little things and you people need to feel proud of themselves for those little small things because even though it might not be big for someone else those are big for you because you're actually working on those things and so I love um that you said that when you're uncomfortable like nobody wants to be uncomfortable you know I, I do want to sit on my couch and eat my ice cream even though yes. I don't like ice cream that much <laughs> but I would want to sit on my couch and eat whatever else I want to eat <laughs> um, yes. watch, you know and watch Married at First Sight or watch some lovey-dovey <laughs> stuff you know like that's me I'm always watching some lovey-dovey stuff <laughs> I love it <laughs> so um, that is all that I have for you today oh my goodness thank you so much I am so grateful for you coming on the show thank you for visiting the Germination Podcast where can my listeners listeners learn more about you and what you have to offer. Yeah, I love that. I would love to connect with each of you. Um, so I'm Nicolia Williams across the board. I like to make it super easy. So you can find me on Facebook at Nicolia Williams. On YouTube, it's Dr. Nicolia Williams. Instagram, Nicolia Williams. And then my website is NicoliaWilliams.com. So that's N-I-C-O-L-Y-A um, Williams. So yeah, I would love to connect with you guys. Feel free to pop over, say hey. Um, and Germany, I can't say enough. Like, thank you again for having me. I love being able to listen to your podcast and all that you offer your listeners. So I'm excited that I get to be on here and just having this amazing conversation. This was so, so much fun. 
this was very funny you know you're my first interview so I was just like yay like this is amazing I feel so great this lit me up this is a new level you know I'm reaching so thank you so much for for coming on like I'm really really grateful and you know I haven't did my gratitude today yet so this is the definitely one of my gratitude you know one of the ones on my gratitude list today um and I'm just gonna anchor in this feeling and I'm gonna feel grateful about this and I'm just gonna kind of walk through my day with this feeling um and I just kind of hope that me doing that can kind of help you to walk through your day with that feeling as well because man this was amazing so yes um oh and you all please make sure y'all tap in with Dr. Nicole Williams she has so much information so much so many jewels and you have to tap in her blog is amazing her podcast is amazing you won't regret following her and tapping in with her her energy so yeah (laughs) with that all being said y'all remember that no matter what happens in life keep on growing peace out (laughs) bye (laughs) y'all